Oh, yes. Yes, oh, we are wow. here again this Woo! week. We're doing it again. Can you believe that? We're still doing this. Week. I mean, we got it. After we a week, to, bro. we still do this. How does it make everyone feel? I mean, have you guys guessed if I'm wearing pants or not? I mean, it. Just, just as a hint, I feel phenomenal right now. Would it so. matter? I, I just saw you powder your nose before we got started. So, <laughs> hey, That's the behind-the-scenes featurette, bro. <laughs> you can't, you can't give that away. You can't just be telling well, people that shit. I mean, That's you would always. Cool. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a, that was a joke, everyone. <laughs> so, in case it gets misconstrued, but Jerry, you're always wearing your assless chaps too, so it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, assless chaps First are all, very that was last week, much right? that needed. Week, <laughs> Keep you warm. Last all right. Should I, I should do the intro. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Nerd Shit Live. I'm your host, Pan Everano. With me, as always, my co-host. Jer, it's me. Hi. Yep, there he is, Jer Condes. Uh, you, you can find all of us on Instagram. Just look us up by our names. Come on. I don't got to do this every week. <laughs> you Probably all the people who watch this follow us anyway, right? So what's the point? I think so, pretty much. And um, well, tell, tell, Hey, people, tell your friends. Because we don't have any more. Right. That's true. <laughs> That's been the problem. True. We're not going to word of mouth. Yeah. Tell your friends to listen to us. Because that would be cool. You know? Yeah. Don't yeah. you think it would be cool if, like, if you want to be that person that is always throwing things in your friend's face that you showed them? Mm -hmm. You yeah. know? You're and we want to be it. that for yeah. you. How about this? How about this? I'll, I'll do it like this way, right? <laughs> hey, guys. So, this Christmas, think about your fellow loved ones, like us. Send the gift of more subscribers and more listeners. <laughs> and that's that's great. Let me know when you do that next time. We'll get some music queued up. <laughs> yeah. So oh like, my uh, god. Some Sarah McLaughlin like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I also love how you had the arm extended. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't have like anything like robotic or anything, but. We'll, we'll we'll get that perfected later on though, <laughs> for sure. It just looked very sincere, like yeah, like you're reaching out. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, either way, how was everybody's week? Everybody's week good. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Can't complain. Pretty good. Yeah. Everybody watch. Uh, everybody watch Game Awards. Uh, not <laughs> all. No. Between, between everything that came thing, out, this I week, didn't have on. plans to either, but I ended up being really tired. So I was just in bed and I turned on YouTube and I think I watched GameSpot stream and I saw like two awards and I think Neil Druckmann won both of them. So I was just like, oh, OK, you know, everything seems right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, see, see what I was doing was I had in the background because I was doing some other stuff and I would just see like, OK, OK. And then before I see it, it's just like, oh, I've seen like Neil Druckmann a couple times already. <laughs> you know, like the background. Did, uh, did anybody watch Eddie Vedder? Oh, uh, I don't remember. I probably ah, uh, you know, okay. So, um, apparently, there's a song in The Last of Us, uh, that Joel sings to Ellie. He teaches her on guitar. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it's a Pearl Jam song. Eddie Vedder performed it though. Oh, that's cool. cool. I mean, I I saw the Swedish uh, Chef, so I mean, <laughs> that was even cool. I, I can't believe I miss Eddie Vedder, but like I I happened to watch the Swedish Chef, so <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, Eddie Vedder was like the highlight, and then like there was some. I'm trying to think of announcements that I saw that were cool. I missed the Perfect Dark one. I don't know where I was at, but I missed that one. I um, think I saw that as well, like post, like when all the journalists like started doing articles and stuff. Right, That's where I caught right. up, like, fully. Um, now, I believe we had a little wager between us. Did we not, gents? I think we did, right? I don't yeah. think so. I Actually, actually, it, what are these points worth? What? <laughs> I mean, like, if... We never settled on anything, and we were texting each other today. We were like, gosh. Yeah, whoever so lost was going to pick up the tab at a Cracker Barrel, but, you know. Oh, uh, it's true. We just true. passed, oh. <laughs> we passed a million cases barrel, in though, one you know? day today, so... What was that? Wait, what was When's that the next time we're going to be in a Cracker Barrel, you know? I hope They're so. probably doing fine. They don't require masks. Uh, that's very okay. true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Very true. Especially in the South, Cracker Barrels are doing <laughs> great. Yeah. Cracker Barrels are actually known as super spreaders, if you look up a <laughs> yep. picture on Google Images. 
<laughs> Even before COVID. We're going to get yeah. a lot of trouble. For well, they keep it old-timey. <laughs> they didn't have masks back then, so. Yeah. yeah. They, they just today? have a pile of biscuits in, like between people. And, yeah. yeah. That you can't eat the biscuits fine. with a mask on. Please social <laughs> distance in between the biscuits, please. <laughs> Nothing is pasteurized. <laughs> nothing is fast nothing is and everything is sacred it That's would where you seem get the flavor That's true very true all right so gentlemen last yeah. time we talked about the game awards uh it was their announcement we saw what the nominees were we said that we were just gonna take guesses on who we actually picked to be um in the um well, for the categories that we actually like, cared about, though. You know yes. I, mean? like, ones that really I think we only had seven sat- seven categories. I forget how many there were. It doesn't I think matter. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Either way, so here are the categories. Content Creator of the Year, Best Multiplayer, Best Action Adventure, Best Action, Best Ongoing, Best Performance, and be- and Game of the Year. Um, So we're just going to go right down the list, and we're going to fire them off. Okay, so we got a lot of time tonight. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, content creator of the year was Valkyrie. I didn't know who that person was. I said it, I was upset it wasn't Tim the Tatman. However, I heard that Valkyrie's been on Twitch for seven years. So what? good for her. I awesome. Mean, yeah. Congratulations. Off, right? <laughs> Next. Um, there you go. There you go. So. After the, uh, so wait, who did everybody else guess? I said Tim the Tatman. Uh, I I I also chose Tim the Tatman. Let me look up the. I actually have. Okay, list. Nick, who'd you say? Um, I don't. Uh, I nobody got this one right. That's all. That's what I'll say here. Yeah, I said Tim the Tatman. We all doubted her. Shameful. Mm. We're statistic. You know oh, Joe, I, mean? I said oh, Alana. Yeah. Oh, Rooster right, right, you're right. House. right, right, right. Um. Okay. So either way, was and it, no, everybody lost. Yeah. Next round was best multiplayer. Ended up being Among Us. I believe I said Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, me, me and you, Pat. We we did Call of Duty Warzone. Mm. Uh, Joe was uh, Animal Crossing. Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing right, which yeah. was so like. Not even in the realm of possibility. <laughs> Everyone complains about the Stranger multiplayer that in that game. But here's the thing. Joe's, Joe's, Among uh, Us didn't have their own console, okay? That's true, that's true. And then, but Nick <laughs> won this category. He chose he did. Among Us. Yeah. Which, so. fair enough. I mean, Among Us is a good time. I enjoy Among Us. Just give him something. So, a multiplayer experience. That's true. Next was... Uh, Best action adventure. Um, how did I not win? <laughs> That's yeah. I, I don't what know, did man. I pick? Uh, you chose Ghost of Tsushima. What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> That's why you're just like we were surprised too. Me like, of all people. Yeah, of all because hmm. like uh, I during the show I just I was up the list. And when then, like, when Last of Us won Game of the Year, I was like, well, thank God I went all in on everything there. <laughs> I was like, because now I just swept. Yeah, because like everyone else <laughs> except Pat voted for Last of Us. Can't believe I said Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> I mean, it is a great game. So, yeah, that's what I think of Ghost of Tsushima, and you can't take that away. Seems you like you guys fucking you swept, though. You guys went all went Last <laughs> of Us Part Two. You bastards! It's the only action adventure <laughs> game you played this year. Um, <laughs> Uh, so best action was Hades. I've never played it. No one else here has, right? No. Mike Burke plays it. I know that Good. much. Nothing to talk about then. <laughs> best ongoing, No Man's Sky. Another game no one here plays, right? I played maybe like an hour and that was it. I haven't touched it. Moving on. Best <laughs> performance, Laura Bailey as Abby. There we go. That's a me right there. Yeah, I uh, picked. What did I, 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 I think was I like, picked her, right? I, I knew that Ellie wasn't gonna win. I mean, she had her time to shine already. You know, what I mean, it's like there's a new person on that pedestal. So, yep, Pat and Joe won this category. Mm-hmm. Yes, hell yeah. Joe and I, we sympathize with Abby. I was gonna say we We're recognize strong, strong burly women. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we like having right? sex on boats. 
<laughs> at the same time, working out. Anyway. Um, and then <laughs> anyway. who'd you guys pick? Who did you guys pick? Um, for me, I put uh, the guy in um, Daisuke oh. Suki as Jin from Gozo Tsushima. Jin Sakai, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Nick chose Ashley Johnson. Who even is that? He's silly. Weakness. Was that, a, that was a ghost from Phasmophobia. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so then, so then next we have... <laughs> fuck you, Joe. So then next we Shut have... The fuck up, bitch. And final uh, game of the year, which was Last of Us Part 2. This is very controversial because a lot of people don't like The Last of Us Part 2, but we'll, we're going to get into into how gamers review games a little later on the show. Wink, wink. Um, but, uh, yeah, I I saw this coming the entire time. I was like, oh, it's Last of Us Part 2. Here's it's the going thing. to be. It was, it was easily the most well-reviewed game of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, critically. What's funny is that I'm looking back at, like, the list of uh, my notes from uh, episode 11, I was like, Joe, double down on Animal Crossing again. <laughs> I, just, I didn't I even play it, right? but I Joe's knew. Really pulling for knew. Animal Crossing when it's clear he hasn't spent enough time in Animal Crossing. Well, I mean, the first for this one, one, I understand it. Like this one, like think about how people were talking about it because Game of the Year doesn't necessarily right. have to mean like the best game of the year. It's like the sensation of the year. At least that's how I interpreted it. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah that makes that's a point. good way to interpret it. I, I like that. Well, apparently not. Believe... Last of Us one. <laughs> oh, I tend to believe that game, like game of the year, is specifically chosen by like the press. Like that's how they get those nominees, and like it's, that's it's... how they vote on them. Yeah, it's so 90%, like it's ninety percent of the ninety percent of the and voting. I remember the day before the Last of Us came out, Naughty Dog put out this picture. Of like Ellie standing in like grass with a rifle, and it was just every publication in gaming ever, from like small to huge, had perfect scores. Like um, like all these quotes saying a masterpiece, magnum opus, it's genius. Well, like, I mean, like is that a surprise? I interpreted it. Is that What'd a surprise? Because we all knew it was going to be a masterpiece, right? So, uh, Animal Crossing. That game had people who aren't gamers gaming. You know, like went over to John and Sarah's and Sarah was playing video game. I'm like, you guys aren't gamers, but it like it turned them into gamers. So I, that's right. why I think that's where Joe was coming from too. Fair right? enough. Also, no, I was and, just saying and, that just to be facetious. <laughs> but here's the thing: in in defense to Animal Crossing, though, it also came out in the most pivotal time mm-hmm. where everybody just. That was when lockdown started. So what? So are, did like, Doom, bro. Doom got snubbed this year. So I'm saying I'm not accepting the results of this vote. Um, right. I think Animal Crossing yep. is game of the year, and I'm 100%. not going to And it is 100. <laughs> percent I mean, yeah, you just put that vote in. Yeah, you did. You can do that. You can do that. Actually, uh, yeah. up until tom- you have up until tomorrow to file that with someone. Yeah. We're getting the two million. Man, <laughs> Animal Crossing fandom march tonight. You can go straight to the Supreme Court. You don't got to have any approval before that, too. Yeah, for Game Awards, they just totally bypassed the whole, you know, system. For sure, for it's sure. Straight to the top. Uh, either way, though, you know, it wasn't as cringy. I actually kind of liked this award show. It wasn't really that cringy. It was just one guy on stage with a mic, and then they were videoing people in. So it really wasn't that bad. Christopher a Nolan. Pair of shoes, though. If Christopher Nolan does a video game, that would be so sick. But um, I don't think he's gonna. All right. <laughs> so, with that being said, uh, next up tonight, we had, we had so we complain about never having any news. There's not much to talk about. There is so much shit shoved down our throat in the past 48 hours. I can't believe what I'm about to say. So, Disney announced 52 different properties uh, over the weekend for Disney Investor Day. I didn't watch. Was it like a live stream or something? Like, what the fuck was it? It was a Zoom call. 
<laughs> but they just put it on like cable Jeffrey Tubin was in attendance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it's just insane. 52. Holy crap. That's okay, nice. so here's where I'm going to start. I'm going to just lightning off these right then, right now, okay? Okay. And then, and then everybody's going to have something to talk about afterwards. Got it? So just for Marvel alone, we got WandaVision coming January 15th. Falcon oh, and Winter Soldier oh, got a full trailer and a March release date. Loki got a first look May 2021 release date. Hawkeye, late fall 2021. Uh, the What If trailer. Um, Kevin Feige announced Ironheart, Armor Wars, Secret Invasion. Uh, they announced She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Captain Marvel 2. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Guardians of the Ga- an update for Guardians of, the- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. There's another short set of short films coming called I Am Groot, starring Groot. Movies. They're not recasting Black Panther. There's another Ant Man movie coming out. Doctor Strange is tied to the new Spider Man, and there's a fucking Fantastic Four movie coming. Ah. Uh, oh God. That's just Marvel. I know about that last one. All right, take Star a breather Wars. now. Yep. Star Wars. Disney Plus is getting two Star Wars shows, Mandalorian, uh, Rangers of the Republic, and Ahsoka for uh, Rosario Dawson. Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is like a Clone Wars spinoff. Star Wars Andor Rogue Ones. Diego Luna. I don't even know what that means. Oh, he's just starring in it. The the new Andor. <laughs> Hayden Christensen's coming back as Darth Vader. Um, Star Wars Lando is getting Lando's getting his own... TV show, Nick, I'm sure that pisses you off. Um, <laughs> what's we'll we'll 1984? Oh, yeah. So, Patty Jenkins is directing Rogue Squadron. If it's, if it's anything like the video games, it's going to be lit. Um, Disney's also uh, doing a Star Wars movie with Taika Waititi. Um, good. Star Wars is done. Moving on to Disney Animation and Pixar. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon is coming May 5th, 2021 on Disney Plus via Premiere Access in, and in theaters. So they, too, are copying HBO Max's model of putting a movie on streaming and in theaters on the same day, except I think they're making people pay a premium for it. Not entirely sure. Baymax, based off Big Hero 6, coming in 2022. I've never fucking seen it. <laughs> Zootopia Plus is a Zootopia series. Awesome. Uh... Princess and the Frog series, Moana, all this weird shit. The best one, though, coming is Lightyear. So Lightyear is a prequel or like a, a spinoff about the guy that Buzz Lightyear is based off of. Okay. And Chris Evans plays him. Yep. The Pixar yep. film, and it's coming to Disney+. Plus. I like that. Definitely has potential. Sounds good. Has potential to be good. Uh, so like the fact that I could just watch it downstairs. Um, there's some weird Lightning McQueen's getting a series. See that shit doesn't oh, matter to me. Man. Uh, Pixar movies, Lightyear, Turning Red. Uh, there's some Nat Geo specials with Chris Hemsworth and Will Smith. Chris Hemsworth's one is about like pushing the limits of the human body, and Will Smith is probably just like traveling places, saying all oh, hell no nah, and shit like that. Um. Oh, God. welcome to Earth. Oh, his show is called Welcome to Earth. His line from really? Independence Day. That's fitting. That's fitting. And Chris Hemsworth is starring in Limitless. Ice Age is getting a spinoff series that is starring Simon Pegg. Uh. Then here's some news they tried to slip under the radar. Uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus is increasing its price to eight dollars starting in March. Uh, Disney's new b- bundle adds Hulu, Disney, and ESPN for $18. Disney Plus surpasses 86 million subscribers. Um, Disney unveils Star, which is its Hulu replacement in international markets for right now. And then Disney Plus will add 50 new Mar- – altogether, it's 50 new Marvel, Star Wars properties, and Pixar movies over the next few years. So I'm done finishing. I'm done. You guys talk about this. All of this is in context. Go. <laughs> um, I'll just say as an Wait, outsider so- who doesn't participate in a lot of um, of these, you know, like throwback movies and, you know, a lot of stuff that Disney Plus has to offer. 
Um, I'm definitely eating my words. I remember when they first announced Disney Plus, I was saying that if you have just that as a streaming service, lose my number. I don't want to talk to you. Just you can watch <laughs> reruns of Cinderella over and over again. But now, <laughs> now that we've come to this point, it just it means you have your ducks in a row. You know, it's yeah. true. I agree with that. Like, it's kind of like you guys watch 90 Day Fiance. I've seen a few episodes. We know of it. Yeah. Okay. I've Before the, the ninety days, it's kind of like that one who was with the uh, that crazy lady who was with, in her thirties, who was with like the relationship coast in Australia. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. Either way, though, like that's what that she only has Disney Plus. Yeah, that's 100%. the type of person that mm-hmm. only has Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Like for sure, like a psycho, a real like underlying like I will cut your face off and mm-hmm. wear it. Like, right. But now that we have all these upcoming additions and everything that they already have in place, you know, again, it only makes sense to have it at this point. And here's the thing. And Hamilton, too. Still more. There's shit that I missed for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I for sure. Like, I didn't mention Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I didn't mention Willow, whatever that shit is that Lucasfilm is doing. I didn't mention the fact that that they're doing another Indiana Jones. Oh, my God. But not not Indiana (laughs) Jones. So they are doing Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford um, with James Mangold. He's directing the guy who did Logan. So, you know, I'm sure they're going to do that type of movie. Okay, great. Um, You know, kind of putting out, kind of putting Harrison <laughs> Ford out to pastor pretty much. <laughs> he just wants to uh, fly um, planes. That's um, all he wants. Like, don't. And they were going to pass down the that. mantle. Like Daphne Keene, who played X20, X-23 in Logan. Uh, they said before Marvel scooped them up that they were developing her own movie. So they always meant to pass the torch. Right. So who's so they're going to continue with Indiana Jones. So it's there is an Indiana Jones logo. Um, however, I don't know if they said anything about. Um, uh, what's it called? If it's a show or if it's a movie, Indiana Jones logo. Oh, my God. Give me a second. I'm Googling it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The next installment of the Indiana Jones franchise. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah, yeah, It's going to Disney+. Plus. There's this thing called Visions, too. What the fuck is Star Wars Visions? Andor, Willow. The It's it's all too much. It's all too much. Take it away. Take it away. You want to talk about Star Wars, Jer? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Pat missed High Republic on the list. That's the one that I'm really excited well, about. Well, the, the title is The Acolyte, um, and it takes place during the High Republic years. So that's I think that's a good place for us to start, because the way I thought it would be cool to break down Star Wars is because you know how reliant Lucasfilm is on, like, let's just keep doing the same stories. Like, we need Skywalkers and everything. Yeah. So this is the farthest thing from that. It takes place, like, 200 years before the prequel series, um, it's the high point of the, the you know, like the Jedi and their peacekeepers. So I think that's going to be so cool to see something that doesn't take place when Luke or, you know, Anakin exists. And and I think it's just where they have to do something crazy because they're not limited. Right. Because, right. you know, they don't have to go off like, well, we have to match. Uh, canon right in terms of whatever everybody has seen thus far that's why mandalorian has done so well because you know it's just its own little thing and then you know they could be creative as much as they want and so i'm really excited to where um they're kind of like more comfortable being more creative in this you know they own like star wars now it's just like they shouldn't be holding back anymore so in terms of the acolyte yeah like the high republic like you said it's just like that's where the jedi was at its peak and i can't wait for you know all the fights if they're gonna do that type of thing because um when game of thrones got finished right um the the writers they were the writers of game of thrones they were supposed to do something like knights of the old republic type thing yeah and then all of a sudden it's like nope we're actually going to do another project and it was just i was so let down even though i was just like maybe like other people were kind of like upset of how game of thrones ended i was still super excited that they were going to go into that so at least they're doing something like this yeah yeah and this kind of like has um 
Knights of the Round Table type feel so that you're going to hear some like classic storytelling, kind of like um, the early movies did with George, George Lucas's inspirations from, you know, classic samurai mm -hmm. stories and Western movies. Yep. So I think it has a ton of potential. Um, but like Pat mentioned, Visions, that's going to be um, anime. It's from like a Japanese anime studio and it's going to be a, um, an anthology series. So all different stories. I feel like that has so much potential. Like they could still do stuff that, you know, characters we know, but right. you know, it can really do whatever they want. And and that's um, the thing where like, um, yeah, wh whatever they want. And plus, you know, they kind of know how to do things now. The problem you know? I have with all of this is just, you always have to like write in the same timeline that like the Skywalker saga exists in or everyone was like, no, it's not real Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? Well, this is, I feel like this will break us from that. Yeah, but it's still being written in the same canon as. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, so it can't... doesn't break us at all. It's still doing the same thing. Well, think of it this way. It's just like, for example, like Rogue, um, was this Rogue One was, I loved Rogue One. Um, and that's where, right? That's the name, Rogue? Yeah, Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One. And then, although it's in within that, you know, tight timeline of right right before uh, A New Hope started, right? Um, we still know the idea of like, all right, well, they need to get the plans for the Death, uh, the Death Star, you know, and whatever. But they're still limited. You know, I still enjoyed it, but they were able to go out of that scope a little bit. And now with The Mandalorian, like, you don't even think about Luke Skywalker or, you know, you're just thinking about, the child and the Mandalorian and that was it. And then, then you start having like, you know, all these other characters that fall in line. I'm not going to spoil anything because there are some people who probably still haven't watched the newest season, but regardless, Joe. <laughs> I haven't watched the newest season at all. I'm going to binge watch it this week though. Oh, it's so, so good. It's so good. But you know, with this, of course they're going to stick with um, something in that universe because it, it it's, it com uh, compromises like on all like planets and whatever like timelines that these major characters like worked off from. So, for example, like what um, what did the Jedi look like, or who are the masters at that time? Like, there's going to be more people who are going to be so interested and invested into those timelines. Towards like, all right, well, are we going to talk about Yoda again, or are we going to talk about like Mace Windu, or you know, it's just you know, it's just enough, you know. And well, the only thing I can say is hope that Disney writes compelling characters. Well, you got, uh, I think for Visions, Dave Filoni is going to be working on that. So I think it's in good hands. Um, I think that leads on to the next one. We'll just real quickly, the Taika Waititi movie. Yeah. I think he's got his track record. He's proven himself. I think that's going to be really cool, do its own thing. Yeah, remember, this is all Kathleen Kennedy, bro. I think she, she, I hopefully she learned her lesson from getting burned on just like doing nothing with the the sequel trilogy. I hope she's going to just like relinquish creative control to creatives. But uh, then I have like the second tier of things that I'm like kind of hopeful for, which is like Rangers of the New Republic and Rogue Squadron and Ahsoka, Bad Batch and the Obi-Wan series, because those are all like linked to older properties. But I think the people in charge of them really know what they're doing and like i'm i'm super excited to see hayden christensen come back as oh, like that's Yo, so awesome that's the one i'm most excited for hands well, down like, imagine revenge Wait, of the sith Wait, sorry, like, just even though i don't think it's the best star wars movie i might be my number two favorite really? yeah just because i saw it at a really tender age well, I can yeah. just imagine where you know they say that it's gonna be Hayden Christensen, but imagine it's like, yeah, we're we're just gonna keep him in the mask the whole time, and it's it's just not even him, you it's know. Just, it's, just like, it's just him yelling underneath. Yeah. <laughs> so we we better have some like you know taking off of like the helmet type thing because we from, got we need proof all right from what i understand it's a it's like an event series so it's not going to be it's just going to be like 12 episodes and i did hear that there's going to be like a uh, you know like a face-off between obi-wan and vader so that'll be incredible you know they're going to do it right like so you know, 
they have to. They, they, you guys yeah. want to know something? It doesn't exist anymore because they took the website down. But back when they did like the movie pilot creators thing, right? When I used to write content for that forum, right? Um, I wrote an article about this very TV show. This was like years ago. I didn't know yeah. anything. But I said, wouldn't this be cool? And then nerd it out. And then yeah. there you go. Here we are. All that's the most exciting story out of the, all BDE. these ten shows. BDE. Well, <laughs> well, before we move on, though, because we do want to move on to talking about Cyberpunk, because I feel like everybody's got a lot to say. Oh, shit, um, that came out? <laughs> it did? Weird. I'm still on Animal I've Crossing. I've been playing it for 16 hours. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to talk about beforehand was, originally, before we decided to talk about Disney Investor Day altogether... Um, Spider-Man 3 had some substantial updates come. So we already knew a couple things. Yep. But I'm just going to say it all together. Here's com confirmed people g being in Spider-Man 3. Alfred Berlina as Doc Ock. Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane. Emma Watson as Gwen Stacy. Tobey Maguire as his version of Spider-Man. Uh, Andrew Garfield as his version of Spider-Man. Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Jamie Foxx as Electro. So they're obviously doing Spider-Verse, like a live action Spider-Verse. We knew they were doing that for a long time. But the cherry on top is that this officially ties into uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverses of Madness, which is... Uh, coincidentally being directed by Sam Raimi, who directed the oh, original Spider-Man trilogy. I didn't know that. So, cool little piece of trivia right there. He also directed the original Evil... Uh, I mean, the only Evil Dead trilogy. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, these are... This is fucking huge. Like, I... I think Spider-Man 2 is one of the, like, top... Like, one of the greatest movies of that decade. So, the fact that they're bringing all these people back has got me and oh daredevil like daredevil's the only superhero show i've ever watched because i think they're all trash how Besides, long is this movie gonna be it's gonna be over two hours right it's gotta <laughs> be well here's the thing i think what's going on here is that marvel now sees that they make more money with one event film than they do with like three years of like solo films and then like a team up movie. You know what I mean? So I think that's what they're doing now is that like they can play a little bit differently. So they know everyone's going to go see Dr. Strange because it ties into like the WandaVision show. You know what I mean? Everybody's going to be watching that. So they're going to watch this. And here's the thing. If this shit ends up on Disney Plus... Two, you know, which is totally a possibility now. That is totally open. We that that like streaming service as a viable resource for distribution of film has entered the chat. Like that is that that there's no putting that genie back in the bottle. It's pretty much. I what just I'm have to say the mentality that you're describing is like the one event movie will make more money. So let's just do that. That's what DC did, and fa they failed miserably. Like I, I like. I understand the, the oh, thought, but it's like the reason Marvel works so well is because, you know, the story rather than just yeah. cram as much into one movie as possible. So I really hope it doesn't fall flat on its face. I'm sure it's going to be like, OK, so obviously. Joe, I mean, look, you guys know me. They already have my money. They could put out <laughs> fucking it's true. What's done is done. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they could be like, "Oh, Wolverine takes a shit for two hours." <laughs> I'm going to see that movie. Oh I'm yeah, I'm going to see Wolverine take the biggest shit I've ever seen. We need a <laughs> so, uh, a Sam Raimi Spider-Man and, and if Evil Dead collab. It's not as big as I expect, and I'm disappointed. I'll still say it was good, even though it wasn't as great as I was expecting. I'll never say it's bad. Either way, my point is, is that um. They have that trust built in with the, their fans so they can play a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have to build as many steps to the event film. They can do, like, two films with characters everyone already knows and, like, supported by their TV shows and then do Spider-Man 3. 
Because Spider-Man 3 is not that far away. Well, we don't really know. Or do we? I don't know. Like I said. Who knows with COVID? It all depends on what Wonder Woman does. If Wonder Woman's a hit, it's over. It's over. Movie theaters are KO. What I want to know is more information about Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. How, which, which re, this is the fifth attempt? Or I, I like I'm just ready for somebody to do those characters some justice. It's okay. Yeah. It's just impossible. Marvel, thing. Is that it's okay. Marvel actually sure. has to make a movie with those rights or they go back to Fox. So mm-hmm. there's gonna be fantastic four movies. That's a joke. It's okay. Never mind. It's <laughs> I thought I was worried that you were serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, back up. Wouldn't that be the biggest kick in the balls if like Disney owns both of them, but they have to do these silly like contracts? I, th- I think it's better than the other way around. Like, I don't want Fox just pumping out crap for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, leftover money. Come on. Yeah. So, hey, John Watts, who directed all of the new Spider-Man movies, Far From Home, Homecoming, and wow, there's a lot of Spider-Man in this movie. Um, <laughs> all of those, he's directing Fantastic Four. So it's in good hands. I know? hope, you know, you can't always be, you know, batting a thousand. So. Yeah. He's the doubter. He's the guy who's gonna get it. No, we need that sometimes, though. So we could, you know, we do. We need the reality check. We're looking up at the sky, but sky, but it's just like Joe's like there. It's like guys, guys, come on. How else are we supposed to romanticize uh, M Night Shyamalan's good movies? You know, he has to make. (laughs) Okay, he has to pump out bad (laughs) ones, and we can remember him for the good ones. (laughs) I when I first saw Infinity War, I said Infinity War was amazing. However, it is completely inaccessible by anyone who hasn't seen any of the prior films. That's what I said. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because when we were watching the movie, Jer, yeah. Joe looked at me and said, all right, now who's Zach? And I looked at him and I was like, <laughs> you had two years. <laughs> and we were watching the movie. Right. It's not my <laughs> the fault. The scene where Red Skull is, is on the mountain now. and he gives him the stone or whatever. Uh-huh. Joe thought that was Darth Maul. I really thought that was Darth <laughs> Maul. For a hot second, I was like, yo, this is the craziest crossover ever. <laughs> He's alive. He's alive. I remember him from the first Captain America, but I was like, yo, Darth Maul. (laughs) No way. (laughs) I just I just hear him go, yo, they're really not crossing over Star Wars and Marvel, right? So we start so I was like, I was like, it's not. I was like, it's just and then finally I went, just shut the fuck up. I'll tell you later. (laughs) I knew who it was. Yeah, but so What's what makes this funnier is three weeks later we go and see Solo, and uh, after we see the movies, <laughs> after we see the movie, Danny and I go to Joe's house, and uh, we tell Joe we're like, oh, you're not gonna see it, right? He goes, yeah, no, I'm not gonna see that movie. We're like, oh, okay, Darth Maul shows up at the end, <laughs> and, and Joe just goes, yo, no way. We're like, yeah, we're serious, dude. Darth Maul shows up before. at the end. He goes, yo, seriously? He's like, don't fuck with me because. <laughs> This will be the second time I will think Darth Maul is at the end <laughs> of a movie in one month. I'm thinking it's just like, it's all Disney now. It's just like, it makes sense. What? This is it. This is the ultimate crossover we've been waiting for. Yeah. I mean, they own everything. Yeah. Why start not? Darth Maul and Pixar movies. Can you imagine that major battle scene at the end of that movie where it's just all, you know, the Avengers and all the characters, and then just Star Wars characters appear out of nowhere? That'd be, they come out of a portal in the sky. That'd be great. <laughs> People would be like, ah! <laughs> Millennium Joe, Falcon Joe just flying two, through. <laughs> Joe in two years from now, like, yo, I think Darth Maul was in Lightyear. Like, I swear <laughs> yeah. to God. Swear I'm to calling it right God. now. I'm calling it. <laughs> oh, man. That was good. So glad you enjoyed that. <laughs> that was good. Anyway. Oh, shit. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's move on to the uh, final topic of the evening. Um, was there something popular that came out this weekend? Came out on last Wednesday if you were on the East Coast. Um. Uh, cyber skunk. It's cyber skunk. <laughs> oh, I thought they came out with like a new Roomba model. Cyber skunk. Right? Yeah, true. It's a new Roomba. It's called <laughs> yeah. the cyber skunk, and what it does is it cleans up your shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we played. Uh, so Cyberpunk came out finally after eight years of anticipation. Um, 
I will say though, I say that with a grain of salt because I saw one of the funniest um, tweets <laughs> about Cyberpunk. It was from, um, it was from. Have you guys seen the Instagram account Officer Jerry? No, it's I just some. So. It's just some guy who like just pretends he's a cop and reports people who like try to spam their own page on like comment sections. Oh. Either way though, uh, he posted like, yo, straight up who didn't hear a cyberpunk until like two weeks ago. <laughs> and I feel like that's really a lot of people. That was definitely me. Yeah. I didn't know yeah, that until like because a few months ago. I had one of my buddies over on Friday while I was playing and he didn't never heard of it before. No, that's nuts, though. I mean, like, I could believe it, in a way. Because the thing is, in terms of, like, uh, is it, during during a certain amount of time, like, let's say two years ago, was it still, like, a niche type of idea that people, like, can get onto? You know what I mean? Like, there are people who only care about, like, Call of Duty. Or there's only people who only care about, I don't know, uh, Doom or something like that. So, I mean... I, I guess it's believable that some people just didn't know what cyberpunk was. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's believable, but either way, 8 million people bought the fucking game. So maybe we should get into it and talk about it because I feel like, although I feel like a lot of reviewers quantified it and we're going to talk about that uh, really quick. Um, although we quantify it down to a number, I feel like this game in particular is not something that you can have too much of an objective experience with because I f it's just so different for everybody else and I feel like that's due to the that is due to the ingenuity of the way the game is built and how the story is structured but like I don't know but the the bugs break the immersion we're gonna get into it though so um yeah so let's get started so Jer yes tell me how's been your cyberpunk experience um, I've only ran to, okay, so I've been looking at, you know, Twitter, Instagram, like pretty much YouTube reviews of it. Um, I haven't been seeing the bugs or glitches that people were encountering there. Of course, there were like maybe like a T-Pose NPC here and there and, you know, on the first day and <laughs> then like, all right, I, I do have problems with like frame rate, right? But Ever since that, there was like a hot fix that came out. I think it was like the day after it was released. Yeah, I've it was like enjoying... a game or something, right? Yeah. I had that. Yeah, but I that helped ever me since out then, a lot. Yeah, ever since then, I've been enjoying the hell out of it. I mean, in terms of the massive scope of the game, I this is the first time where I've been actually taking my time, uh, reading every line and everything that I find in the world, and just like reading shit and just listening. Yeah, and I didn't want to fly through this just for us to have a review. Yeah, I don't I'm feel my like, time, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like this is a type of game where you just, like, plow through the story and then do some side missions, because I feel like a lot of the game's content comes from the side jobs and, like, the gigs and shit on the side. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, which a lot of them turn into, like, these crazy, like, quest lines, which are cool. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, I because of that... I actually bought The Witcher 3. I bought the Game of the Year edition. It was $10 on Steam. Oh, why not? Because of Cyberpunk's yeah. release. So I got, like, all that. So I'm definitely going to try that out once uh, once I finish this. But, um, yeah, I've spent 16 hours in. And I'll say this. I'll say it's good. It's a good game. It's not great, though. I don't think this game breaks any of the molds that it set itself up to do, but I don't think that it's this game's fault. I think this game has been in development for so long that other games have come out that already are doing the systems that this game does. It's just this game does them all at the same time. Oh, I see. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. what makes it stand out. But it is... They are stuff we're familiar with. You know, the right. crafting, the inventory... Um, the leveling up the the, le the, the, the choice level of dialogue dude the level gating is a trick okay it's still level gating it's it's not like numerical level gating 
but it's still level gating. It's like if you go to this area, you're going to get your ass kicked. It's pretty much what it tells you. Because I've gone on those missions, and I've gotten my ass kicked plenty of times. All right. But, we, we'll get that trending level gate. All right? Just hashtag level gate. You got okay. to send it out. Um, um, but I see what you mean, though. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, real quick, just about the story, because we're not going to get into story spoilers, because I don't even know where I am in the story. Um, I think you're definitely closer to being done than I am. But either way, I think story's good. I think it's interesting and fun. I like V. I think V's got some attitude. I think he's fun to play as. Yeah. And uh, I think the side missions that influence the main campaign are cool, too. And yeah. like that's that's all I can pretty much say about the story. I think it's going in a direction. There's enough twists and turns, and I appreciate that. You know, they're trying to keep yeah. it interesting, and that's what I like. I'm at the point where it's just like I already know that I'm going to do another playthrough of it um, when I'm done. But oh, here's yeah. the thing. Um, before I ask you my question about your gameplay, um, just for um, to let people know, uh, even if they're not really, like, really caring to play the game, the, in the beginning, you do choose three life paths, right? It's just like the background story or like what kind of person you are in this world. Yeah, who did you pick? Well, that's what I was going to ask you um, about who you picked. But I chose Corpo, which is like, you know, um, more like corporate espionage and shit, right? Well, that's the thing. I was like, oh, man, I think it would be so cool to where just like, all right, you start knowing stuff already. And I just wanted to see the dialogue options. And it's pretty great so far. So that's why I already immediately knew. I was like, all right, I got to go back and try another life. Uh, life well, I started as the street kid thing. Yeah, the middle option. I can't remember the exact name, but yeah, yeah that's been fun. I what I want to happen is I want them to do a new game plus where all my stats and progress transfers over, but I can start off on a new life path. I mean, so I don't have to like totally like restart from scratch. I mean that that could be well. Here's the thing, right? Um, I don't know if CD Projekt Red would do that, but I know that uh, modders who've modded uh witcher 3 they've done something very similar to where like whatever that you've done already in the game and plus of course it goes without saying this is going to be limited to pc players unfortunately but you know you can have all your save game and then transfer over to like a totally new playthrough and you're like this other type of character so it it's not out of the realm of possibility but in terms of you know i do hope soon and it can't come soon enough. Like we just gotta get like ten people on yeah. Twitter saying something, and we'll get it. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, that's good. That's good. Um, but uh, I mean, look, I I want to get into like I like I want to get into detail about some things. Mm. Um, the first thing is the dialogue parts. I know you said you try every dialogue option. I started mm -hmm. doing that, and then like I remember I had a. 50 minute conversation with one character and I just wanted to get the fuck oh, out of no, there so and start good, shooting. It was so, so the gunplay is okay when you have the right guns um, and you're like fighting the right level people. When it's not, it's so unforgiving. It's like Jesus Christ, like my guns do no damage. Oh, wait. But, but I, I find, I find the guns in the combat to be okay. I like it. Yeah. No, but, uh, I was about to say like, um, it's a good point that you brought that up because I want to ask you too. Are you playing controller, mouse and keyboard, or both? Mouse and keyboard. Oh, okay. I was about to say, like, I'm, I'm trying to switch in between the two just for, like, using the controller for driving and then mouse and keyboard for uh, shooting and whatever. But in terms of, I do, did encounter a problem where, like, I guess it's just my game. I don't know. I didn't look it up if everyone else had this problem, but the the legends for like the buttons right that's on the like bottom of the screen it just keeps on flipping and flashing between keyboard and like yeah. controller and it's just like i can't i don't remember so it's like i have to disconnect the well, controller and then you know you know what it's funny that you bring that up because my cyberpunk experience has been mostly okay mm -hmm. and just on a gameplay standpoint a gameplay standpoint game mechanics Okay. It doesn't break the mold, I don't think, on any of that stuff. World building, yes. World design, hell yes. Oh, I've never if seen anything like this. you can get it yeah. running, this game looks beautiful. I'm playing it 
in 2K right now. I'm getting in between like 60 and 80 frames. I know you're playing it in 2K right now. I think I'm playing on like medium settings. You're playing it like ultra. Yeah, um, ultra ray tracing. But dude, the one thing this game was supposed to be was supposed to be like there were so many delays because they wanted to get it right. They didn't want it to be broken. They didn't want it to break. Yeah. And I just feel like as a consumer, like everybody was let down hardcore. And you can oh. see that because like they lost 29 percent of their stare, their shareholder. I mean, um, their stock price went down by 29 percent. Yeah. So, um, well, it's... and I mean, like, Joe, you you watch the game be played on PS4. Yeah. So now listen. Um, I know already that the PS4 footage that's like on the Internet, I know that that is worst case scenario. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, I have seen the PS4 footage like that. That would just be like a regular PS4 playing. It does look objectively worse than what I see when I play. Oh, so, for sure. But tell yeah. me what your experience has been, though, because I know that it works, but I've seen it and it does look rough. Um, so, again, from what I've seen secondhand, not exactly playing the game, but watching uh, my roommate Dan play the game. Um, again, it's fine. That's the only way I can describe it. It's, you know, uh, he's crashed, we we're saying, like around maybe three times or so. The game's crashed, yeah. so that's been the biggest issue. But, um, you know, occasionally some things will have to render when you, uh, you know, bring them into frame. It, it's fine, though. It's, again, like, it doesn't really hinder the gameplay that much. Mm. Um, I remember the day it came out, uh, I was watching, you know, a streamer who was complaining about the gameplay was just fine, but he was like, but, you know, the issue is um, I lose clarity in the reflection of this puddle. I can't see my own reflection. In it. It's just like, is that what we're concerned about now is <laughs> right, the reflection right. so that's I, it. like i'm biased from what i've seen again from what i've seen firsthand through ps4 definitely not ideal i know that for sure especially with you know some of the footage i've seen uploaded through pc gameplays but you're able to get through the game okay. now which i feel like is just what you should be focused on is does the yeah. game function fine all right then tell me about the game you know now um the problem is, is that so I've had some bugs that have crashed me out twice. I've had some bugs that I've had to restart missions and I've had some bugs that I've had to like restart checkpoints. So it has hindered my experience in that regard, uh, as well as trying to tweak my settings endlessly to even get the performance I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. um, so that kind of, you know, that's that that for me kind of just is like really fucking annoying at least in my regard in my perspective and i just feel like the game as a whole is not as innovative all around as it was expected to be mm -hmm. because uh to to deserve the treatment that it's getting whereas like like dude some of these like <laughs> 80% of the people still have PlayStation 4s and Xbox, yeah. you know, Xbox ones, you know, yeah. not everybody has PS fives or, or PCs, you know, mm -hmm. especially during a pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I don't um, know. It's just, it's yeah. just disheartening to see that. Like they, they told us that they would delay, delay, delay. Cause they didn't want this to happen. And then it ended up happening. And the reason that it happened was because the executives tied their year bonus to the review scores. Mm -hmm. So well, they were working as hard as they could to put out something that would even run halfway decent so they can get good reviews so they can get their bonuses. I don't think it's a direct tie, though. That's just no way. It's certainly influenced by it, nonetheless, for I mean, sure. Well, if it's influenced by it, then they, then they would have like, all right, well, we got to... Sure, we could take certain shortcuts, but not to the point where like they know what's going to be the end result. So like, I mean... The game was overly ambitious, though, for well, sure. Well, for sure. I mean, but it's also, like, a situation where, like, damn if they don't, damn if they didn't. You know, like, like where if they were going to, um, you know, delay... I, I've been seeing, like, so many Twitter posts or tw uh, Twitter... Uh, on the Twitter feed where it's just, like, about Cyberbug20... Uh, that was, like, the trending hashtag. There's, like, oh, yeah, Cyberbug they should have... 76. Or something like that. Well, 
it's like, oh, they should have delayed it. They should have delayed it. But these are like the same people who are like, they've delayed it too many times. We need the game now. And then, yeah, like, and it's just like, it. there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't it. like that mentality. I don't like that mentality. I'd yeah, rather that... you wait till the game is done and then give it to me. But mm -hmm. I mean, it. This is the reality of it. This is, this is how it's, uh, how it's come out. Yeah. And look, if your system can run it, awesome. If it can't, I'm sorry. You know, yeah, just wait, just wait. Just I wait. will just say, circling back to what you said in the beginning, Pat, that it is totally subjective to, in regards to the gameplay. Um, everything that I've seen during the Corpo gameplay has been really cool. I can't even say innovative, but it's definitely like kind of floored me from some of the uh, missions that oh, they that, give well, you. That's a good. I I mean, but that like, sounds like a good experience to me, though. But like, you know? I've yeah. played better shooters. I've played better stealth games. I've played better RPG mechanics. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I've played better versions of those mechanics, but this game does all of that shit. Yeah. Like. Right. And it does yeah. it. It's no slouch. It does it confidently enough for me to be engaged. But I'm just not like it's not hooking me. It's not sinking its hooks into me like I am when like I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey mm -hmm. or like when or like I really, really want to play um, that Phoenix Immortals Rising game from Ubisoft mm -hmm. like. I would like to play that game, but I feel like I have to play Cyberpunk right now, like just to, you know, finish it, fi at yeah. least finish the main campaign. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm more, I feel like I'm obligated to play this right now more so than I want to play this when there is something that I do want to check out. So okay. I'll put it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we'll yeah. come back to this next week, you know? Again, you guys. Sure. That's true. It's still That's fresh. That's true. So. That's another thing. Is that I thought it was important that we talk. We just talk about our experiences as opposed to like an objective review, mm -hmm. because this is one of those games where like it's not meant to be just rush through the main campaign and do some side stuff. Like you need to well, like you take, take your time. time. Yeah. Like take in the sights. So we'll come back to this next week. Joe's right, and we'll just talk about what our experiences have been then, and yep. we'll see where we're at. Because like. I think it's too soon. It's I too just soon hate the yet. fact how like I'm 16 hours in and I only feel like I've done like maybe 30% of the campaign. And that's because so many bugs have crashed my game or like I've had to restart stuff mm -hmm. or like I'll show up to a mission and the guy I'm supposed to talk to just will ignore me. And then oh, like, I haven't done that. And then I that. killed myself with that's a just grenade the aura you give off. and then I came back to the, that spot and then uh, turns out the knife that he was frozen with last time he was cutting a fish with that actually all decided to load in. Okay. So like I've had some interesting bugs. Um, but yeah, either way, uh, Nick, any interest in playing cyberpunk? Uh, I think maybe January when I build a PC, I might get it, but not right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got another yes. one. We got another one. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, you know, though, Nick is also going to be using it for, like, his work as well. So it's just like, you yeah. know, that's why PC, PC Master Race, there's, there's a reason behind it. You know, it's not just games. You know? What's that? What's that he's got? What's that for his friends to build their PCs with? He kept it. He knows where it is. <laughs> it's the thermal paste. <laughs> I never run out of thermal paste. I just lose it. Not this time, though. I have it. It's what a guy. Here. Joe, can we get another round of applause? Yeah, one second. Look at all these fucking cables I got. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> oh, Nick. There what's your go. price range, Nick? Let's not get into that. Oh. Yeah, I, think, I, think he's still, I think he's still shopping around, though. Still shopping around. He told I don't me really 10K. Have any, I don't have any details. I'm so excited. I'm going to get Alienware. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Alienware. Okay, nice. well, um, so, yeah, I mean, Jerry, you got anything else on Cyberpunk? Uh, I think it's only pretty much advice. If you if you could wait a little <laughs> bit longer, right, to everyone who's watching, just like, if you could wait a little bit longer, if you don't have, like, a crazy PC or anything like that. It's it's not your fault at all. That's something that CD Projekt Red has to work on. But just wait, just wait. That's your fault, Robin. It's not, it's not your fault. Yeah, it's not your fault. Just wait, <laughs> and you'll enjoy it. You know when it gets there. You know, that's it. 
Cool. Oh. Are we doing it? What okay, is this? Let's go. I think this is it. Segway. Right, let's go. Matt. I see it. What is this? Our this last segment. Who's going to introduce it? All right. What, what is this? Clip of the week. Let's go. A, uh, cyberpunk right. highlight. Let's go, Joe. I don't think I see it on the on the live stream. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. You're right. Let's go. Ready? All right. Do you see it now, Pat? I'll let Come you know. Come <laughs> there. I'll be letting you know. <laughs> I'm still dancing over there, so it would appear that it was not. <laughs> I right. just. I was about to say, okay, who's playing Cyberpunk right now? Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing this whole time. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Yar. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> is this like supposed oh, to be like anti humor? Like, is that what this is supposed to be? No, I think it's. <laughs> First of all, I think it's just so random. And then, but but at the end was like it's just perfect. Where it's just like after the explosion, it's where the body just goes into flames. That's hilarious. <laughs> just goes to show how diverse the gameplay is, you know. Oh yeah, no. I wish that happens to me in my game. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> that just happened like randomly. Like his <laughs> that car just exploded. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> That's incredible. That's great. That's great. But I feel like that shit happens like in a Far Cry game. You know what I mean? So, I mean, who, whatever NPC. Mm -hmm. Well, you like that was he, he got he got some enemies, you know. Yeah, you figured they would be able to fix these cars by twenty seventy seven too. That's the <laughs> yeah. thing. It, it's just yeah, like no. batteries, bro. It's the he was like, finally, I'll, today, <laughs> I'll, imagine that guy just got his new like cyborg legs or it was something. A, he's like, yeah, he got in a Subaru. He's the first day I'm driving. Well, his wife woke up from the coma. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Why you got to make it so dark, Nick, all the time? <laughs> Whether it's the it's clip like, of the week. <laughs> Today's the first day I'm going to drive my car in 14 years. I've been in that coma. Oh, man. That my was... wife left me. My children don't know who I am. But at least I got my car. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful that life. Great. That was good, Joe. That was good. Thanks. That was good. <laughs> I appreciate that. Very topical as well. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. Perfect timing. So, um, listen, uh, you little sons of bitches out there. Thank you very much for uh, for listening uh, and watching our show tonight. Obviously, uh, you can listen to this again if you want to, and you're a psycho on any major podcast network uh, tomorrow. Maybe. I don't know. I have work. <laughs> A uh, big shout out to our sponsor Logitech. Yes, true. Sponsoring my video just theme. Pat. They're not paying us yet. It's it's more so like a trial. So it's just like you know they're gonna feel it out first, and then you know then we well, then we see that check. Logitech says it feels good. <laughs> oh boy! But yeah, so thanks everyone for listening, and um, I guess we'll see you next week, huh? Yeah. Yay. Next week, Mandalorian boys. Ooh. I got a lot of Mandalorian to watch then. So, I mean, you're gonna love it. I mean, yeah, but you know me. I my philosophy is there's only time for video games, and like video games are for people who don't watch TV. But you, okay. you do both. Yeah, you do both. You How would you host your show if you didn't do both? Yeah. All right, Very I'll fucking watch TV. Caught you in your lie. 
Uh, All right. I guess I'll start the Mandalorian tonight. Yay! Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, I guess we'll see you next week then. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks, guys.